The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 19, beginning on page 450. My song shall be always of the loving kindness of the Lord. With my mouth will I ever be showing thy truth from one generation to another. For I have said, Mercy shall be set up forever. Thy truth shalt thou establish in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever, and set up thy throne from one generation to another. O Lord, the very heavens shall praise thy wondrous works, and thy truth in the congregation of the saints. For who is he among the clouds that shall be compared unto the Lord? And what is he among the gods that shall be like unto the Lord? God is very greatly to be feared in the council of saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are round about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is like unto thee, Thy truth, most mighty Lord, is on every side. Thou rulest the raging of the sea. Thou stillest the waves thereof when they arise. Thou hast subdued Egypt and destroyed it. Thou hast scattered thine enemies abroad with thy mighty arm. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. Thou hast laid the foundation of the round world and all that therein is. Thou hast made the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong as thy hand, and high as thy right hand. Righteousness and equity are the habitation of thy seat. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people, O Lord, that can rejoice in thee. They shall walk in the light of thy countenance. Their delight shall be daily in thy name, and in thy righteousness shall they make their boast. For thou art the glory of their strength. And in thy loving kindness thou shalt lift up our horns. For the Lord is our defense, the Holy One of Israel is our King. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 43rd chapter of the book of Genesis. Now the famine was severe in the land, and it came to pass, when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little food. But Judas spoke to him, saying, Man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. And Israel said, Why did you deal so wrongly with me as to tell the man whether you still had another brother? But they said, the man asked us pointedly about ourselves and our family, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? And we told him according to these words. Could we possibly have known that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, that we, both we and you, and also our little ones. I myself will be surety for him, for my hand you shall require him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, let me bear the blame forever. For if we had not lingered, surely by now we would have returned this second time. And their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry down a present for the man, a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double money in your hand, take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also and arise, go back to the man. May God Almighty give you mercy before the man, he, that, that he may release your other brother and Benjamin. If I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took that present in Benjamin, and they took double money in their hand and arose and went down to Egypt, and they stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my home, and slaughter an animal, and make ready, for these men will dine with me at noon. Then the man did as Joseph ordered, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid, because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, it is because of the money which was returned in our sacks the first time that we are brought in, so that he may make a case against us and seize us, to take us as slaves with our donkeys. When they drew near to the steward of Joseph's house, they talked with him at the door of the house, and said, O oh, sir, we indeed came down the first time to buy food, but it happened when we came to the encampment, we opened our sacks, and there each man's money was in the mouth of his sack our money in full weight, so we brought it back in our hand. We have brought down other money in our hands to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. But he said, Peace be with you, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. So the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and they gave, he gave their donkeys feed. Then they made the present ready for Joseph's coming at noon, for they heard that they would eat bread there. When Joseph came home, 
They brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed down before him to the earth. Then he asked them about their well-being and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they answered, Your servant our father is in good health, he is still alive. And they bowed their heads down and prostrated themselves. Then he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, God be gracious to you, my son. Now his heart yearned for his brother, so Joseph made haste and sought somewhere to weep. And he went in his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he restrained himself and said, Serve the bread. So they set him a place by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat food with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked in astonishment at one another. Then he took servings to them from before him, but Benjamin's serving was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth chapter of the Epistle to First Corinthians. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, 
that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants, and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty to be our defense against all our enemies. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create, make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, the knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Good morning, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, because yesterday was the Feast of the Annunciation, we skipped over Genesis chapter 42. So I think it's valuable to give us a little background of where we got to this point in our, our account of, of Jacob and his sons and Joseph in Egypt. So in the previous chapter, there's famine in the land where Jacob is, and his family is, is living. And so he sends his sons to Egypt to buy food. And so they travel there and they encounter Joseph. And he is the chief advisor to, the, to Pharaoh. He's uh, the vizier, if you will. And it's interesting here in, in that the author of Genesis does not explicitly tell us how we're supposed to feel about Joseph being deceitful. He does not announce who he is and how he knows that they're his brothers. He deceives them and actually only talks to them through an interpreter. So he's talking Egyptian through an interpreter, but he can hear everything that they're saying to one another. And so he agrees to give them food, to allow them to buy food, but he, he pretends to be concerned that they might be spies looking out at Egypt and you know plotting an invasion of everyone moving there. And so he demands a, a hostage as ransom and gets out of them that they have a younger brother back at home who is his, uh, Joseph's full brother. And so he tells them to go back home, take the food, and then bring your brother, brother back so I can meet him, and then I'll release the hostage, the brother Simeon. And th the whole time the brothers are worried because they have sinned their brother Joseph. You know, they put him in the well and left him, and they think that he's dead. And so it shows to us how sin infects everything. The brothers are worried about every bad thing that happens, every good thing that happens. They worry that something bad might happen afterwards because they've done this, this evil. And so it just infects their whole lives, and their whole lives are filled with anxiety and dread because of this thing that they have done. And so they return, and their father, Jacob, does not want to give up Benjamin because he's afraid of losing him like he's lost Joseph. And so in our chapter today, we see that they did not immediately go back and fulfill the, the, the pledge that they made. They were content to let their brother Simeon rot in Egypt until all the food ran out and there was still famine. They, they were not relieved of the famine. And so finally Jacob relents and allows them to take Benjamin with him. And one of the things that's interesting here is that, as we've seen, Jacob is the great deceiver. You know what I mean? He, he's deceived his own father and got his brother's birthright. And then he had deception played on him 
in his marriages. And now we see Joseph deceiving his brothers, how this is continual pattern. And we also see in Jacob a, we see the, the paucity of his faith. He does not trust anything. He's worried. He's always thinks that the worst thing is going to happen. And so he's very, he's lamenting the, the loss of Benjamin even before he sends him. And so these are all things that we should keep in mind as the story progresses. And then turning to our, our New Testament lesson, is this is an important thing here where we talk about spiritual gifts. And an important point of spiritual gifts is they are the purpose of spiritual gifts are not for the person receiving the gift it doesn't it's not to do things for me the spiritual gifts that god grants me is not for me it's for the community it's for the church it's always a a gift that i am given that i am therefore supposed to give to other people it is always manifested in the community it's always manifested in relationship to other people and so that's one aspect the other aspect of it is we won't really know what our spiritual gifts are until we start having relationships with other people and where those gifts start to manifest in our relationships in and amongst the whole community so each of our gifts are function within the community for the community and then flow out of that community and our relationships with one another and they're complementary your gift is not just for you it complements other people's gifts who you're interacting with and giving of your gifts to other people and they are also giving their gifts to other people and to you and then one final aspect is if you're ever wondering about what your spiritual gifts are the thing is to be in relationships engage other people and it'll either become aware you will become aware yourself of your gifts being utilized or other people will actually tell you what your gifts are and respond to them so we we practice our gifts by being fully in relationships with other people. Just some thoughts about today's lessons. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, 